1: Thank you for joining me for this special edition of Accelerate Your Business Growth Podcast. Um, Once again, I have uh, gotten a hold of a couple more experts on how to navigate this whole uh, COVID-19 situation that we are finding ourselves in, and I am thrilled to be joined today by Greg Shepard and Randall Laveau. Um, and they're gonna be talking with us about, you know, really crisis management and, and what we can do as uh, business owners to navigate all of this in a way that um, helps us get through this uh, crazy time that we are in. So. And I am going to actually ask them to introduce themselves. Greg, I'm going to ask you to go first and then Randall, please.
3: Sure. So my name is Greg Shepard and I am a serial entrepreneur. I've done 12 startups and exited um, 15 companies over a billion uh, and haven't lost any money on a deal yet. Um, Also the founder of Boss Capital Partners, a syndicate. I have a book coming out later this year published by Forbes and I write for most of the magazines and speak and, and that sort of thing.
1: Great, thank you. Uh, Randall, you're up.
2: Yep, yeah. so I have uh, over 15 years experience um, leading sales and marketing organizations. Um, my specialty is on the growth side, sales, marketing, and service delivery support. Um, I have uh, five years um, Standing up a marketing practice uh, within a consulting firm uh, called Sales Benchmark Index, uh, where I worked exclusively with private equity companies and their investments and in portfolios, um, focusing on turnaround and change management, um, helping a lot of those those portfolios ultimately achieve uh, their end goal, which was uh, exit or acquisition.
1: Got it. Thank you. I really appreciate you guys. Um, Joining me uh, to have this conversation and and really provide some valuable information for uh, the listeners. So um, we're talking about crisis management, and we are definitely in what I think we would all consider to be a crisis. And and Greg and Randall, um, this boss system that that you guys have created um, is really suited for helping people navigate this kind of thing so I'm going to turn it over to you and ask you to share uh, how you think people could can be um, getting through the next however long we have in this environment
3: yeah I mean you know this is I would definitely say that this is a crisis maybe a you know a a category two crisis Um, and you know, So, Boss Capital Partners is a investment syndicate that focuses on uh, series seed SaaS companies. Um, the check sizes are between 100,000 and 5 million and we look for a very specific type of company. And we use this strategy called Boss and the Boss stands for the Business Operating Support System. And Boss is something that I've developed in collaboration with a lot of people over the last 25 years Uh, trying to figure out a way to make it so that more entrepreneurs are successful. There's a huge, uh, huge problem in my view of entrepreneurs failing. And now we're in this crisis, which is going to make that any, you know, even worse. So what I wanted to do was try to provide, you know, entrepreneurs with some something, some tools and some framework that they can use to try to figure out how to, you know, instead of digging uh, further into the hole or trying to dig out of the hole, just build a ladder uh, to allow them to get out of the hole, get back on the surface and get their business uh, back in the, back in the, in the jam. Nice. So the, the North Star in Boss, there's five steps. There's the North Star, which aligns your company to the end goal. There's the strategy, which is the roadmap or the plan. There's execution, which is actually doing the plan. Standardization, which is leaving a breadcrumb trail behind you so that you know exactly how you got there and can learn from it. Uh, sort of like if you look at education, you know there are textbooks, textbooks document, the past, the history, and uh, have some, pu- uh, some forth. Uh, so you know, some look into the future, sorry. And then Kaizen, which is just continuous improvement. And so when we look at this crisis, you look at the idea of a five-step process. And so the idea of this is to go from being in a crisis to going back to where you have control of your business and you're taking advantage of the situation. A lot of times these situations prevent huge opportunities, but people are focused so much on the negative that they can't figure out how to take advantage of the opportunity because they can't even see it. Yeah. So when you look at this five-stage process, you look at first the call to action. What, what says that you're in crisis? Well. We've identified a crisis right now. The next thing that you do is you meet a mentor. And that's me helping you right now. Somebody that has the advice to walk you through the following three stages. So the the third stage in this is to cross the threshold. So act on the advice. So this is like the execution, right? So get the advice, act on the advice. And the fourth stage is to get the reward. This is where you emerge from the crisis as a better company and then you return back to ordinary so the world has changed things are never going to be the game uh, be the same again but now you know you're a better company and you're built when this happens again if it happens again you're still in a good place my background in the last 25 years you know i survived the dot bomb which uh ages me but some of us remember the dot bomb (laughs) really bad if you were in the uh, if you were in the advertising space or the dot-com space, that was a, a, a huge tech bubble that burst, and it was, uh, it was like this. It was just like everything just stopped. You woke up in the morning, everything was gone. It was horrible. Then, uh, you know, you have the, the 9-11 crisis, and you have the 2008 recession, and all of these things were, were you know, the kind of things that shut down a lot of businesses, And so I have experience dealing with this and this program allows me to be the mentor on step two of that, of the five steps that I just gave you. So call to action, meet the mentor, crossing the threshold, getting the advice and acting on it, the reward, emerging from the crisis as a better company, the return. Now you're back to business as usual, but you're a better and more improved company. And I'm going to ask Randall to go from
2: here.
1: Great. Thank you.
2: You're welcome. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's a lot of psychology behind um, entering into a crisis, and especially with this particular crisis being a pandemic, um, it's essentially unprecedented, right? Most of us are sitting back there saying this has never happened before, the social distancing, um, work from home, not able to go into an office. Um, And that's true, right? This is an unprecedented uh, pandemic. But when you look at it um, in in relation to what Greg was saying about his experience moving through other crises, um, it's important to um, remain calm and follow a process, right? Mm -hmm. And so the the benefit of of us having uh, experienced and lived a lot of these crises is we've come out uh, with a standardized process right? And, and a way to dimension the crisis and then a way to set up your tasks and initiatives to make sure, like Greg said, you, you return, um, you know, transformed. Um, and when you return to status quo, you have a total new understanding, um, of how to approach your business and situations. So pre-crisis, right? In in most minds of an entrepreneur, um, and, and, and people in business, um, we have a, a circle of concern, right. Um, these are all the factors that exist in and around uh, our business, our industry, our environment right. Um, a lot of these um, concerns we have no control of right so right. in uh, prior to a crisis, um, within that circle of concern, we have a pretty large circle of influence the things we can control right or at least attempt to control. Mm-hmm. Now, when the crisis happens, right, and we recognize the crisis, that circle of influence, which was pretty large prior to the crisis, starts to contract uh, and, and pretty drastically. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you could picture this with me, your circle of concern is, still stays the same size. But in, an, in a crisis, your circle of influence contracts drastically. And there's a few things that you should be focused on during um, a, a crisis, right? So now the benefit, again, of having us gone through this is um, we've actually created a list um, of, of things we can control and things we can't control. And so Greg and I, you know, whether we're working um, on our businesses or portfolios or advising others, um, we tend to pass this list, right, which is kind of the answers to the test. Here as an entrepreneur, as a startup, these are the things that you should be focused on in order to turn your business around and emerge from this crisis as a transformed business. And so um, we actually have um, a a resource toolkit that provides all of this information. Um, The checklist is is quite extensive, um, but at the same time, um, I think we can go through a couple examples here um, and to try to paint a picture for the audience and how to dimension um, some of these uh, areas of concern or things we can control during a crisis. That would be great. So um, really, uh, it's important to understand how to come to this list, right? So um, this is where we leverage the BOSS process. And we actually have an initiative development process, um, which is five steps. Um, And again, this is a resource that we're providing to your audience and and is available on on our landing page. We'll make sure this is available to everyone. Um, But the first step, in the process is to isolate the initiative, right? So looking at your circle of, uh, of influence and, and the things you can control, isolate the main initiative that you wanna focus on. Now, as you, you progress through that initiative, the first step is to complete a SWOT analysis. And a SWOT analysis, uh, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats, right? People have heard of this before. Yeah. Um, but the reason it's important to use this now and early on um, is because you're redimensioning uh the the initiative right the thing that you want to focus on has to be seen through a new light as market conditions changed um, which is going to lead to buyer behaviors changing right a whole bunch of factors come in and this is a new world that we're living in right so after you complete the swot analysis um, you're then able to determine missions and objectives right mission is holistically what you aim to accomplish. The objectives are the, the the tasks that feed into that mission, right? The things that need to be done in order for you to get that mission completed. And then we work through a process called prioritizing, um, which is using urgent versus important and impact versus effort, right? And, and the reason that we go through such an extensive process like this for each of the initiatives is because entrepreneurs right now can't afford um, to, to waste resources, um, which is people, money, and time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, those are, are likely the most important things within your business right now. So contracting your circle of control, making sure it's over the specific areas that you can actually influence, um, and then having a process in a step uh, or a, a multi-step process in order to make sure that you're properly alloc- allocating resources, which is people, money, and time. Right.
1: I see. I love this for so many reasons. I think my biggest reason is because it is so, um, what is the word I'm looking for? It, it It is specific. That's not the word I'm looking for, but, 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 you know,
3: yeah, it has, it has specific steps that somebody. Yeah. That's what I, you know, it's a framework, right?
0: Yeah.
3: So, sort of like, you know, I used to, the, the simple thing is that you can go through and you can just follow this framework and it's a guide. It's like having a guide. you know, it's like if you were going to go through a jungle and the guide is like, look, go this way, watch out for that, watch out for this. And they're sort of, they've made a path for you. Right. It's a lot easier for entrepreneurs. And that's the whole idea of Boss was to, to give people the, the, the path that I've already blazed. You know, I was at the tip of the spear through this whole process and you take quite a beating as an entrepreneur. And I was like, there's no reason everybody should have to go through this. Right. be able to just give somebody a guide that is, <clears throat> that is nimble and agile enough that it can change with the times and open source enough that it's free and that people can be helped by doing it and add in their own advice, which is how Boss has developed.
1: Yeah, which is so great because experience is such an important part of this. And I think it gives people that feeling um, where right now we're feeling so much uncertainty and lack of control. It gives people something they can do that feels um, solid, you know, that, that they're not grasping at like limbs as they're falling out of a tree. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm getting hit by them. you
2: know?
1: Yeah, right, on the way down, right? Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah.
2: You know, as business professionals, there's a lot of art to what we do, right? And a lot yeah. of creative ingenuity that goes into the entrepreneurial process.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it's in these times of crisis that we return to standardization, right? Yeah. Um, it, it, there's no time, um, you know, to waste, right? Time right. And, and people, processes all matter. Um, they're, they're paramount in, in this. So returning to a standard that you could follow. And, and, and we've tried and tested this because, you know, crises um, can be very large like this, right? Pandemic, global pandemic, everyone's uh, practicing social distancing. But you could also have a crisis within your company. You could have a crisis within your industry, right? And so it's important to always return back to these standardizations of steps making sure that you are crossing every T and dotting every I moving through the process.
3: Right. When I was talking about some of the experience I had, the dot bomb affected tech companies that were in the ad space. Right. So this was, you know, when I was in that space, that was a crisis. Whereas the 2008 recession was more of a real estate lending crisis that then turned into a recession. Right. So, there are, and this is, this is the same scenario, right? I mean, it's been 12 years since we've had a, a correction, you know, market correction. It was due mm-hmm. anyway. Um, you know, the oil situation with uh, Saudi and Russia, and then the, the coronavirus kind of tipped it off and made it happen. And so now you have to see these things as opportunities, right? So you have to right. sit down and say, okay, when this happens, there are really big opportunities out there how do I get my mind focused on those? And and instead of being so distracted with, with everything that is negative.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. And I was in a meeting this morning, a Zoom meeting this morning, and uh, we were just all sort of doing a temperature check kind of thing. And one of the things I said to everybody was when when you're anxious and fearful, it's because you're in the future. But when you're doing something, you're in the present. So taking action and doing something can keep you from being stressed and anxious. So, you know, embracing something like this, where, you know, it's a toolkit, it's, there's, there's the step uh, process and strategy and structure to it gives business owners an opportunity to get out of the future, get into the present. And actually, it sounds to me like create, um, like adapt their business. So that moving forward, it is more, um, it, it the picture I have in my head is that it has, uh, steel around it, you know, that, that, that it is more, um, durable is the word yeah it's like bumper
3: car you go bowling when yeah you put up the rails right Right. yeah <laughs> so you can only you can't make a gutter ball you may still make a bad shot but at least you're gonna stay in the in the
1: lane and i'm not exactly even,
3: happened to do that with my kids a few months ago yeah but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is that's the idea right is to and, and you're right you know if you focus you know whatever you focus on is what you're going to get. You know, they say, you know, when you're riding a bike, you look a direction, you go that direction. Right. Driving, you look a direction, you go that direction. So what we're saying here is let's look in the right direction and let's stop, take a breath and reanalyze and reset the table. So the next stage of this is a a circle of influence checklist. Um, I, I wanted to also say that a lot of the stuff that we're talking about on the podcast here are things that we made available on a website Um, and you know there are tools there's a deck in there there's stuff that can be helpful to you and your listeners Um, you know so i know it's difficult to do this while you're just listening because you don't have visual tools but those we're making available to you randall do you want to go through the checklist and then we can hit on the uh, development process
2: yeah, so there's a lot on the checklist. And like Greg said, I, this is uh, free, um, you know, to, to the listeners here. Um, it's available on the landing page. So we'll make that available to everyone. I encourage you to to download it along with some of the, the resources and tools. Um, we, we have templates in there that could help you dimension these processes and work through them. Um, so, so really a, a great place to get resources for this crisis management. But if I'm here, uh, if I'm looking at the circle of influence versus the circle of concern, right? Circle of influence being factors we can control and circle of concern being factors we can't control. Um, it, it's, it's really about, uh, elimination, right? And, and just like in sales, I, I come from a sales background. Um, it's just as important to qualify out as it is to qualify in. So while your attention is drawn towards the things that you should be focused on and can control, It's also important to make sure you work through that list of things you can't control and stack hands as a a team or as a company, you know, that that we're going to put these things aside for right now and and, and shift all resources to focus on what's most urgent and what's most important within our company. Right. So a couple examples of these would be um, uh, if we're looking at the product side, right, the priority of the backlog, that's something that we can control. And that's something that should be forefront and center uh, for everyone going through a crisis versus how long a feature will take to build, right? So when you, you dimension those, right? The circle of influence, the things we can control is the priority of the backlog. The, th- the things that we can't control right now is how long features will take to build. We, we have to use this elimination process in order to move through this list. Now on the sales side, right um, something that would be in your circle of concern would be the customer acquisition cost right um, and typically in a crisis like this especially in the one that we're dealing with right now where we have um, employees uh, who used to be in the field now working from home um, we, we can't go into offices anymore right it, it, it's making it very difficult for companies to look at their customer acquisition costs right but this is something that's important dimension very early and driving down your customer acquisition costs as early as possible because as the crisis continues, you, you see a withering right uh, of your efforts in, in trying to prevent uh, that increase right now in your circle of um, concern, something that you can't control in parallel to CAC or customer acquisition costs would be the lifetime value right Right now, yeah. we don't have the luxury, and, and most sales organizations don't have the luxury um, to be looking at the lifetime value of a contract because right now revenue is paramount, right? Um, getting right. as much into your customer base as possible. So when you come out of this, right, you still have customers versus in a, a typical scenario, we would tend to push out lifetime value um, and, 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 and maybe not have a deal go through because it doesn't meet our standards for lifetime value. So those are our two examples, and um, there are many more here. Um, As I'm looking at the list, we have about 25 um, different things that you should be focused on in your area of concern and things you can control right now, Um, and about the same amount in the uh, the factors you can't control.
1: Got it. So
3: when you get your company back to the stage that where it's sort of now, okay, you've got control of things, right? You can take a breath, your pulse is lower, you have some action items and something you can actually work off of.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: You sit back and you say, now that I've isolated the initiative, right? I know what I'm going to do. Then you go and you do a SWOT. So a SWOT just stands for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And it's like four squares. (coughs) Quadrants, each one of them sort of allow you to go with your action plan and do a SWOT that says, okay, what are my strengths? And then you do three to five. What are my weaknesses? Three to five. What are the opportunities I have? And then what are the threats? So this is like tailwinds and headwinds, right? And now that you have that, you can go in, you can say, okay, what are my missions? What are the top level missions? And you know, we've talked about this before, there's four functional areas in uh, these types of businesses. So sales and marketing, service delivery, product and tech, And then shared services and so now you say okay in this model that you have and these action items you need to do put a mission together for all four of those each one of them gets one mission it's from x to y by a certain date then you boil that down and you now have the ability to uh, create prioritization so that mission creates the delegation and the the prioritization uh, is the next step and that is just urgent over important and impact versus effort so things that are urgent happen when things that are important aren't there so you start out as uh, okay what of these things are urgent and what of these things are important which one of these things are going to prevent more urgent things from happening and you go on the important things first then you say okay let's look at what has the highest impact with the lowest effort now what you have is you have the incident Initiated initiation plan. So you have your, your sort of high level plan of what you're going to do, that list that Randall just went over. You've done a SWAT to figure out what headwinds and tailwinds you have. And then you've developed your missions per functional area with those objectives and you prioritize them. And now you can move into ex- to execution. There's a good case study that we can go over um, that sort of outlines this. Uh, Randall, do you want to hit that?
2: Sure. So um, this is a company um, that, that we worked with uh, very recently and actually they um, implemented this process and, and had already started to see results. So um, uh, the company is in the high tech space, uh, about uh, 10 employees um, and, and they're, they're selling an automation service just to kind of set the stage or give you context. Um, the situation obviously that we're dealing with right now is social distancing. Um, has caused uh, the workforce to abandon the field and and the customer acquisition costs have uh, skyrocketed as a result of that. So what they did is they leveraged um, the initiative development process that Greg just went, went through a- along with the um, uh, circle of concern checklist and, and started to work through some of the issues, right? Um, what they uh, did as a result, right, um, the, the process led them to Um, Two main points of focus, right, two objectives. Um, One was deal triage. Um, So rather than focusing on pulling in net new leads and building pipeline, um, they needed to, to focus on the existing pipeline they had and try to close those deals as quickly as possible, even trying to pull some deals that were forecasted for the future. To now, right? Because of the uncertainty of the market, we don't know what's going to happen, and, and we were fearful of future pipeline falling out as a result of these economic conditions. And the second was because the um, the field um, is is no longer relevant, right? Um, field sales, field marketing, um, their their field event budget was repurposed um, over to digital marketing um and then you know some set aside for other initiatives right which it's always good to have cash on hand um, in a situation like this so as a result of them going through this process determining that their two objectives were going to be deal triage right close as many deals in the pipeline as possible even bringing some forward and then repurposing budget that's no longer relevant to things that are going to help you um, decrease your customer acquisition costs Um, they were able to drop their customer acquisition costs by 20% uh, within a week, right? Just repurposing um, uh, people and money into in the right areas. Um, and then the deal triage approach uh, that, that they undertook as a result of this process allowed them to, to pull in um, four deals that were forecasted for future months, right? So getting those deals okay. in now before we we, you know, while we understand what's happening and while people can still purchase our solution was very important. And so having those four extra deals come in early, right? Provides a little bit more runway um, for Mm -hmm. them to to be able to work through additional areas in the crisis management process. I really appreciate that example. And I
1: love this um, circle of concern, circle of influence. Uh, it, It just is a great way of describing it. Uh, it, this makes so much sense to me.
3: Yeah, and to your point earlier, you know, I mean, for me anyway, whenever I find myself really, you know, stressed, yeah. you a lot of anxiety, it's usually because I don't have a plan. Yeah. Because I have, un- I don't know what to do, I don't have the information, and so, you know, w- with BOSS, the whole idea of BOSS is to is to make sure that you have a plan, plan, and at least you're directionally correct in a right. situation like a crisis, you know? Yeah. Um, this framework you know was uh, brought through 25 years of studying you know all the different operating systems that are out there from six segment to lean to agile and so on and so forth i mean there's so many of them and then also the military right so um we had some recent revisions to this process by a retired captain of the navy and also executive director of the local university who gave us some really good insights into this from a perspective of triage and crisis management. And this guy was responsible for an entire fleet of, uh, of ships, right? We were talking about, you know, things carrying nuclear weapons. So, you know, it, you know, he, he was able to sort of, you know, sit with us and we went over Boston. You know, I did this with the Navy SEALs and the first fighting wing of the Air Force. And, you know, these people deal with crisis that we can't even fathom. So, right. you know, it's, it's, you know, this process is, it, it will work for you. Uh, you know, it will work. You just have to follow the steps and Mm -hmm. it'll guide you through. I mean, you know, obviously the steps are blank. You have to fill them in. You have to think for yourself, but it will certainly get you away from that level of anxiety that you have. And at least moving in a direction of, of being more solution oriented.
1: Exactly. Uh,
3: You know, we have, again, these tools available to people and there is a, uh, a chart that, you know, I'm going to try to verbally explain it, but on the top of the sheet, it has four quadrants. And that's for strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. And below that is a sort of a spreadsheet. And you see one column with the functional area, description of the functional area, the due date and the percentage to goal. And this is how you track where you are. So are you 10% to goal, 25% to goal, whatever you are there. And then you have the, the three to five objectives for that overall the due date on each one of those and the percentage to goal. And then you have the KRs, the key results on that. And each one of those, and the, the framework is always the same. It's always from X to Y by a certain date, you know, time constrained and uh, the integers are, you know, from X means dollar amount, percentage or uh, number to Y means the same, right? Dollar amount, percentage or number.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: then you have a framework now and you put this together and then you start executing. And this this is where you're sort of moved out of crisis management. And you're back into the boss framework, where you're now able to start getting things done and moving your way out of this situation.
1: Yeah, which is really, I mean, that's that that is really the key that that there are actionable steps you can take that move you forward and move your business forward instead of being in that sort of paralyzed. Um, oh my gosh, I've never seen this before, don't know what to do. Uh, If you can, you know, sort of give yourself over to, well, let me just walk through a process um, that's been proven, then I, I, you know, people don't have to reinvent the wheel. They don't have to do this as if they're the only company out there going through this because there's um, processes that have worked for other situations.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can tell you that when 2008 happened, uh, I remember very clearly, actually, I remember getting up in the morning and driving to the office, getting into the office before everybody, sitting down, turning on my machine and having like 150 clients cancel, you know, mm-hmm. you know, 70% of my income or something. I can't even remember what it was, but it was just like just, just cancel, 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 just all my emails were just clients canceling. And I remember this, this you know, that feeling you get in your heart and your stomach that like mm-hmm. nauseous feeling and you're just like frozen. Yeah. And and I was just sitting there going, huh, huh, just short of breath, you know, like, what am I, what am I gonna do? Oh my, you know, and then I, I had to sort of take four deep, you know, I'd learned from the Navy SEALs, you take four breaths in at a count of four and four breaths out at a count of four get a hold of myself and sit down and say, okay, let's put together a plan, you know,
1: Hmm.
3: put together a plan and make this happen. And so this, this is a really, really good set of tools that will really, really help these entrepreneurs get past, you know, the, this massive level of anxiety, which is just not healthy for anybody, you know, uh, you know, the family, the economy, everything, right. It's just Mm -hmm. not healthy. It's not productive. And get to a stage of like, okay, let's get productive, let's get focused, and let's get executing on something to dig our way out of this situation. You know, to get our way out of this hole that we're now in that we've fell into. Um, the website that we put together is uh, Gregory G R E G O R Y Shepherd S H E P A R D dot com forward slash COVID nineteen. Um, this is the page that we put together specifically for this. Great. And people will be able to go to this page, uh, and we are going to be doing a, a bunch of live webcasts uh, with the universities and Economic Development Councils um, to sort of help people through this process, and that might be good for your listeners to know too.
1: Yeah, no kidding. And is there um, like an email sign up available there so that they can be getting updates on things like that?
3: Yeah, they could, they sign up for email and they'll get updates on when the next webcast is. If they miss it, they'll get emails right. on the tools, you know, so they can start using them. Yeah, you know, we're trying to do our best to help entrepreneurs get get through this tough time.
1: Yeah, I really appreciate it, and I and I am so grateful um, to the two of you for coming on and explaining this. I think this is going to be one of those things that helps uh, bring down the stress level. Uh, give people things that they can actually do in their business, uh, which is so incredibly valuable right now. So uh, thank you both for joining me and having this conversation. I, I think it is so valuable. Um, it'll be out on the, on the show page soon. I'm going to work on that uh, to get it out there. Uh, and, um, and thanks for the landing page. I will make sure that that's in the show notes, Gregory slash COVID-19. I'll make sure that's in the show notes and we will all, um, carry on and, and we will get through this and, uh, folks, um, you know, take those deep breaths that Greg was talking about. Do yourself a favor and, and lower your temperature and open up your brain and, um, Get to the business of working on your business and uh, continue to prosper and be curious as much as you can this time. And until we meet again on another episode of Accelerate Your Business Growth, goodbye and good day.
0: Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Full send with the driver? Check. Piercing iron through the wind? Check. Low checker, high spinner, flop to a tight pin?
3: Check, check, and check. No matter what shot you need to pull off, there's one ball that's better for them all. The all-new TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. With a newly redesigned dimple pattern, engineered for more distance, more control around the green, and better stability in the wind, it's the hottest tour ball in golf. So no matter what shot you face, there's one ball that's better for all. The TP5 and 5X from TaylorMade. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah.